Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Spring Pack, the podcast. We have a great show lined up, lots to talk about, so let's get after it. Hey everyone, thank you for joining another episode of Spring Path, the podcast. Today I have a, a new guest, uh, the chair or the chair of the finance department at uh, CCSU, Dr. Lisa Frank. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much, Mike. It's so nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. So um, as you know, we we did speak with the um, general admissions team, and we're, we, this is part of a full series. And really, the, you know, we have a lot of students that are interested in learning more about what it takes to get into the finance department at CCSU and then kind of setting the expectation on uh, what's expected of them and then how they kind of um, move through the program, get internships and move into the workforce. So I'm really happy you can join us today and kind of shed some light on what the experience should be or what they should be expecting if they you know, land on the CCSU campus for the School of Business. Um, so why don't we start with a little bit of background on yourself and kind of how you got into this role? Sure, absolutely. So I've been with CCSU since 2007, so around 15 years. Uh, I've been a finance faculty member um, for most of that time. In 2019, I took over the role of finance department chair, and I've been doing that role ever since. Um, And I'm also associate to the Dean for Student Success in the School of Business. So multivaried roles right now. That's fantastic. So, so just out of curiosity, how do you how do you um, become uh, a chair? Is it is it like an, it's an elected position or is it? Uh, yes. You- so the the department, the faculty in the department elect the chair. Um, it's a it's a two year, no three year appointment. So the chair is elected every three years by the the faculty, and then the dean and the president approve the election. Okay. Right. And you're basically you're the voice for the faculty as well. You're you're there to help both the students, the faculty, the entire department. Exactly. I'm the face of the department right now. So the faculty come to me, the students come to me. And yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. so essentially I had the chance to speak with the general admissions team on on a different podcast. And really what they had covered is a lot of the Um, steps to selecting CCSU over other schools, the campus life, um, getting onto campus. And really what I'm hoping you can help us with is when someone's actually selected CCSU, they love it, they're here, they love the campus, the size of the school, and now they know they want to, you know, get into the school of business um, and they're considering finance. What are some of the things that kind of, you know, what are some of the things they should consider for going into the finance department? I know you have certain uh, pre-qualifications. Maybe you can cover you know, the expectation to get in. Yeah, sure. So I, I, I can start really with just a, a summary of, of uh, our business degree program and then speak specifically to finance. So um, we, we do have a four-year program at CCSU. Um, and so the, the program itself, a student coming into CCSU who's interested in business would start as a pre-major. So specifically for finance, they would be what we call a pre-finance major for the first two years. Okay. Um, and, you know, the, the program itself is re- well-rounded in that regard that you come in as a pre-major and in the first two years, the student would complete um, a number of general education courses along with a core set of business courses. Um, and then once they finish that um, 
the core set of courses, they would move on to take more specific courses in the discipline. So for finance, they would then have um, in their last two years, 30 credits of courses that are specific to finance or very closely related to finance. You know, there's a couple like economics or counting that they can take. Sure. Um, but the, the, um, the fact that, you know, we have this common business core means that students can spend their first two years really um, finding their fit, but they also spend that time developing a really deep understanding of, of each of the business functions and how every business function contributes to the success of an organization. So those skills really develop a, a, a well-rounded business student um, who then moves into focusing on their particular discipline. So moving into the finance department. Sure. And, and you and I had talked about this. So in, in some cases, um, you know, a student that's in high school right now, uh, maybe thinking, you know, to get a degree in finance, really, it's just, you know, becoming a stockbroker or just a business analyst. But when they get into your program, the breadth of opportunity for them to learn these different things really helps them kind of find their path. Is that is that the is that the concept? Yeah, absolutely. So there there's two things, you know, one of the things is that the the business program, the finance program at CCSU and and all the programs really in the School of Business offers a strong development of skills that are widely applicable to any company. So uh, we focus on things like critical thinking, written and oral communication skills, um, and especially in a business setting, ethics, teamwork. So these are all um, skills that are widely applicable to, to any organization. Um, but taking that down a different path too, like students coming in for a finance degree don't necessarily have to be financial analysts, right? So there's so right. many other, you know, there's organizations, there's banks, there's, um, you know, uh, investment companies, um, they can be financial planner or personal financial planner working with individuals. Um, there's, you know, they can work with securities, they can work in a corporation uh, in corporate finance or along with the accounting departments. So there's so many different paths that a finance student can take. It really depends on where their interests lie. Um, and we do when we advise our students, once they get into the upper level and they start meeting with faculty advisors, we can help them to determine which career path would be best for them. But again, those those all of those skills are so widely applicable to any sure. business. Yeah, and I think, and I, you know, and I mentioned this to you, we actually interviewed um, a graduate, Mike Grizz, he's, he's actually, he works for a company called Makai Shields down in New York. And um, essentially what he was saying is that in his firm, uh, they, they manage, you know, hundreds of billions uh, in assets, but really out of the entire workforce, he said one third of the workforce is related to portfolio management. He said the rest is all operations. So um, I think what he liked best about the program is the ability to experience all these different elements and then find something he was passionate about um, and apply it with his with his finance degree. So it sounds like it's on, you know, that's that's one of the main benefits of the program. Yeah, that's that's great feedback. And and we um, a lot of our students will uh, do internships while they're in the program. So they have the opportunity. We, we have a centralized um, our career success um, area. 
centralizes setting students up with internships and job opportunities, but many of our students will take advantage of internships while they're in the program, and that will help them also decide, you know, what works best and what doesn't. So some, many students will continue on in the same uh, business in the same company or in the same line of business that they chose for their internships and others will come to me and say, well, you know, that didn't really work out that great. I wasn't that passionate about it. So I'm going to move on to something else. But either way, it's an excellent learning experience for the students so that they know before they, you know, throw all their eggs into that basket, whether or not they, they like being in that area. So it's, um, that's another opportunity we offer. And I, I mentioned to you um, earlier when we were offline that uh, we do also upper level students have the ability uh, to take an, in to, sorry, to do an internship for credit. So sure. they might yeah. um, apply for course credit for a particular internship. And so we have a, an application process for that as well, but that's another opportunity students have. Yeah, no, and that's, it's, it's interesting because really you know, to kind of give a level set on the internship concept. So really it's about the experience. So the students, you know, they're in school, but they're able to, through your program, and I think um, uh, your career dev center, is it called Handshake? Was that the name of the? Handshake the is, yeah, is, is what we're using right now to, to manage okay. all the, so employers will post internship opportunities, job opportunities. Um, we have all of our opportunities and it's managed through Handshake. Yeah. in our career development office. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so really, um, you know, gaining that experience is key for when they're, seg you know, segueing or moving into the workforce to your point, if they don't stick with the company that they interned with, they have that experience on their resume so that they can take it to another, another firm and, and kind of expand on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, we offer so many different opportunities for our students. In addition to the the internships, you know, we we bring in companies. We have a, a number of partnerships with um, with companies in the region that will come in and and do sessions, and students can talk one on one um, with representatives from those companies. So there's so many different opportunities for students um, in addition to the internships that they can try to figure out where they fit in. Sure. No, I think that's great. And that's really what people want to know is, you know, how, you know, coming into the program and I'll kind of ask you this, just kind of circling back. So, Lisa, one of the questions I typically get asked from uh, students in high school is really there's always that fear factor of am I going to pass the course? How hard is it? You know, um, in, uh, I'm hoping that you shed a little light on how you help with the student's success in the program. Sure. Yeah, we um, one of the. One of the main um, goals in our strategic plan, both at the university and in the School of Business is student success. So we um, start on day one um, with ensuring students are, are successful. You know, we want to make sure that, that students can maintain their GPA, that students can successfully complete their program, their courses every semester, um, that they're graduating on time. So this is, this is a big focus of the university and of the School of Business. Um, and by the same token, we also, um, we, uh, faculty are very compassionate and we understand that students have a life and that they need to balance their <laughs> academics with sure. Uh, with their outside lives. Many of our students are also working in addition to going to, to school. So they have that to balance as well. Um, as far as 
how difficult the program is. Um, it's a college program, so we do have a little bit higher standard than the rest of the university. We have a 2.5 GPA requirement in the School of Business, but we have so many supports for students um, to help them to achieve their goals in the program. So for example, we offer tutoring, um, you know, all of our all of our faculty are are so focused on student success. They meet one on one with students regularly. We hold regular office hours. Um, we have a um, learning center that helps students with things like time management and academic success and and how to be successful academically. Uh, I will we, say, I mean, I so I'll just speak personally. I could not pass calculus to save my life when I was in the program. I had so much trouble. I had to retake calculus the next semester, but I got a tutor that met with me every day in the library after the, I would take the class, then would go do my homework with the tutor. And I have to say just that help, I, I, I don't know how I pass it. I, if you gave me a test on calculus today, there's no chance, but <laughs> it, was, it was just the, the level of resource availability at CCSU, especially for the school of business, I thought was amazing to, to help me be successful. <laughs> so, so I can. Yeah, speak. that's great. I mean, it's great to hear, you know, it, it's definitely the same. There's so many supports for students and, and the good news is for anybody listening to this podcast, we don't require calculus. So oh. <laughs> The only math we have a, a requirement. Uh, there's a statistics requirement and a, a business math requirement, but there's also tutoring available for both of those. Um, I think in the finance, uh, in the finance department, in the finance major, um, and in all the business majors, finance 295 um, is a it's managerial finance, which introduces students to finance. Um, so most finance students have no problem with that, but we also offer tutoring with that as well. So, um, sure. you know, because all of the, the business students take that class. And so uh, we, we have tutoring for finance 295. There's tutoring for accounting. So there's so many supports, you know, both in the school and university wide for students. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm really just happy to know that they checked my, you know, the suggestion box and they removed calculus as a requirement because <laughs> I wrote into them a bunch of times that that shouldn't be a requirement. Well, it hasn't so, been a requirement since I've been there, so I won't ask how, how long ago it was. It was a while ago. <laughs> so that's good. Okay. So I, I listen, me personally, I, I'll say it again, the support system for the School of Business when I was there was amazing. The resources that you have access to, plus the size of the campus and the size of the student body. Um, it's big enough that it's it's fun. It's diversified. You meet a lot of different people. But when you get into the School of Business in particular, um, we we always or i always had access to the teacher like i can talk to them after class but we can catch them on campus plus you had tutors and advisors so uh you were never really alone and you shouldn't really struggle if you're if you know if you're running into like for me a calculus an issue you the the team is there to help you overcome that issue and move forward and graduate so um yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a great program. Right. And and on that same note, I'll also mention just the, the students who are most successful are the ones who communicate with their professors, too. So if a sure. student is struggling, if you're struggling in class, the best thing to do is to talk to the professor, you know, get to know them, help them, let them get to know you. And that way, if you're struggling, 
they can help you with what you need to do in order to be successful in that class. And, th and that may be a referral to tutoring or it just may be one-on-one -on -one assistance from the professor, but really there is a, a huge focus on student success. Sure. So with that, um, what do you look for in a student or what do we, you know, what does the School of Business Department in general look for in a student uh, coming into the program? Like you were just saying, you know, the expectation or what we look for are students that are open uh, if they are having a challenge to come and talk to the professors. Um, you know, I know sometimes it's about uh, just the, the simple men mentality of perseverance and you're going to, you're trying something different. You haven't done this before, you know, don't give up. But, you know, what are some of the, the qualities that you look for in a student to be successful? I think... So the students that are most successful, uh, I could tell you from even meeting with my own students, you know, they're, they're dedicated and they're hardworking. They show discipline, but they also have a balance um, in their lives. So I think I mentioned this before, you know, it's, it's the abil that ability to, to balance your academic life and your, your personal life. Um, but really knowing when, I, I think that the discriminator between a successful student and, and one that might struggle is knowing when one part of your life needs to take priority over another for the short term, right? So sure. you know, for final exams, obviously focusing more on academics sure. than, on, than on the job that you have might be something that's important for that one week, but it's, but it's in the short term. Um, so, you know, I, our students, we have an amazing student body. Our students are really so hardworking um, and so disciplined and they show so much perseverance. But the ones that that are able to to balance that in their lives and make those decisions as to what needs to be important today versus tomorrow um, are sure. the ones that are most successful. That's great. Yep, I, I agree with you. So, Lisa, you mentioned um, the resources that students have available to them for success and how you help them as well as the faculty. Is there anything outside of the program that would pertain to campus life? Because I know a, a good portion of students are commuters at CCSU. Some live on campus. Um, do you have any comments on that on that area? Sure. Yeah, the the majority of our students are commuters. We we do have a a, a number of students that are living on campus. Uh, so, but what we've noticed is that the students who are most successful uh, on campus are the ones who participate in student clubs and activities. So the ones that get involved in a broader sense than just in the academics will have higher GPAs, they'll graduate on time. Um, so we've noticed this and there are so many events available on campus. I would highly recommend uh, students who's, who's coming in from high school, um, you know, their first year on campus to instead of, especially if they're commuters, instead of focusing on just coming in, going to class and leaving campus sure. to go to work or home, that they take uh, part in some of the events that are offered. Um, there's student clubs I mentioned. We have a number of activities always. There's a calendar for students that they can follow to see which activities are available or which events are going on. Um, and specifically in the School of Business, we offer what we call a spa session, which is student professional advancement sessions that they yeah. can take part in. So these are all ways for them to be connected to the university. And it's been shown, you know, everything that we see shows that the students that are more connected are the ones that are more successful. Yeah, so essentially what you're saying is whether you're a commuter or you live on campus, 
really that that's not um, a factor. It's just the involvement. Get into the events, use the spa program, start connecting with people, and you know, and basically enjoy the the college lifestyle and and take advantage of it. Exactly, you said it much more succinctly <laughs> than I did. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been extremely helpful. I, this content is uh, invaluable for students and also parents that are uh, looking at the program and looking at CCSU in general. So thank you again for your time and uh, I appreciate it. And students can reach out to you on the website. I'm sure they can find your info there. That's right, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. All right, great, thank you.